welcome to this episode of Unfiltered. I am Chrissy Smallwood, your um, your opinionator, because this show is about me picking a topic and giving you my extended two cents on it. And this episode's topic is going to be about self-sabotage. Nobody's done that before, right? At least, you know, not in the way that we want to admit. And um, and if and if you're seeing me on camera, you're seeing me like wiggle with my little screen on the microphone. Oh, and I just broke it. Fantastic. <laughs> this is the stuff that happens. So self-sabotage. You see that? I, I just was like, oh, I see this little wire over here in the screen and that's kind of bugging me because I see it. And so I'm going to go ahead and mess with it while I'm on air, which is not the smart thing to do. This is kind of how my self-sabotage works. Oh, I see this thing that needs to be fixed right now. Let's go fix it. And so I'm overthinking everything all the time. Now, let me just preface all of this. I'm going to talk about overthinking quite a bit. Uh, my overthinking is both a, a superpower and kryptonite to me. There is a point in which it's no longer helpful, but I, when I think I'm very strategic, I think through a lot of things before I actually do stuff. And the reason why I do that is because I want to make sure it's the best next step and how efficient can I be? How effective is this going to be? all that kind of stuff. Is it in a line with what I want? And if you want more on that conversation, go check out an episode. I just launched about being strategic in business on small business success talk. That's a separate show. This one is about self-sabotage because that line, when I start to think it all through becomes overthinking. And it's like my little brain just jumps off a cliff somewhere and I have no idea what's going to happen next. It's a blessing and a curse for me to be able to think like I do, but damn, it hurts. The other thing about not just overthinking, because it's not quite as simple as that self-sabotage includes me bringing all of those beliefs that I have about everything in the world as it pertains to me. And a lot of those beliefs are limiting me in some form or fashion or limiting the fact that I I can no longer see opportunities. Like I, and if I can't see an opportunity then I'm starting to lose hope and nobody needs to get to that point. And so when I get to that state, I have to look at this belief set and say, okay, how is this, the, the popular terms, how is this best serving me right now? Well, my beliefs don't serve me at all. I command them or they are in my way. Like, it has to be me being a little bit more forceful about addressing a belief that is limiting because I'm now sabotaging myself. Well, what does self-sabotage even look like for me? Well, <laughs> funny you should ask. When I, it's mostly in my personal life. My business life is good. Like when I address clients and I'm in committees and I'm doing great things in the world. I'm on the stage. I'm doing this right here. My conversations tend to be pretty good. I, there's, there's a, a time every so often when I will be like, okay, I think I'm, I'm reaching the edge here to, of overthinking. I need to back myself off. Like I can feel where that edge is when it comes to my personal relationships. 
those that I've known for a long time, I know where those edges are and I don't overthink. So I'm, I'm okay. But when I have new friendships in my life, I'm still learning where the cliff is on overthinking. And boy, I found my cliff. Okay. I, I (laughs) totally overthink it every, every day, every day. And sometimes all day on a weekend, like when I've said, okay, I'm going to take a break. And that's the only thing I think about all weekend. That's not helpful. And when I overthink now, my limiting beliefs come into play because I believe certain things. Therefore I tend to think about certain things. And when you're thinking about certain things, you tell yourself certain things. And then I convince myself that things are bad. Like, (laughs) why am I always convincing myself that things are bad? That's not that's not good. I don't do it in other areas of my life. I've worked really hard to not do that. So now I'm like learning lesson. I have to be like this here in this area of my life too. Part of that limiting belief though is coming from fear. And I know it, I'm aware of it. It's fear for me. It's not fear of something bad happening. It's fear of not knowing what's going to happen. I feel like I need to know things. I need to know where this is going. I need to know what's going to happen before I get there. I need to, I need to best prep myself for any and all, you know, possibilities of whatever. And because I can't prep myself, I can't be strategic. Like going into the unknown is... (laughs) very scary sometimes. And I've been pushing myself into the unknown when it comes to business for quite some time. I had shut off the personal, my personal life, um, because I needed to focus on business. Everybody in my friend circle knows that. So having conversations lately about, you know, how do you stop overthinking? How do you learn to let it go? Because I know if I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, nothing but bad stuff is going to happen, then don't you know bad stuff's going to happen because that's what I'm looking for. It's not just about me manifesting something bad. It's I'm actively, I'm now convinced myself this is going to be bad. So then I'm looking for those bad things. That's not what I want to do. I would rather look for all of the great things and the absolute wonderful possibilities and go towards that. So all of this hate to admit it, romantic ideals of life in general, that I really can have it all. Like I can have this desired lifestyle that I want and the environment that I want and have all the people around me that I want and have, yes, even that special relationship that I want with a man. I have this romantic ideal that that could all happen. But then whenever I touch my toe into it, I've, I've sabotaged myself, convincing myself, well, you've not had it yet. You've screwed up every other time you've tried to do that. What makes you think that you can do it now? Don't you know better by now? You're only good for this thing here. Why don't you just stay in your lane, Christy Jean? Why don't you just back your shit up? Give up now. You're not going to win. You're not good enough. I'm like, <laughs> Some days I could tell that bitch to sit down and shut up, like sideline her. But there are days when I'm still new to this area of my life, like fighting her in this area. 
So I recognize that the internal bitch is there and she needs to sit down and shut up and actually need to just evict her from the game. (laughs) I need, she's not allowed in the game anymore. And that's what I need to get, get to that point. So how do I, I, I know I can recognize where the cliff is so that I don't jump off the cliff of overthinking. I can still think strategically, but not go so overboard that it ruins my day kind of thing. When I'm in an area of which I don't know where the cliff is, you know, how do I, how do I get myself to slow down so that I can see it coming part? Basically, how do I stop the spiraling that overthinking causes? Because typically whenever I'm overthinking and I'm I'm in this spiral of self-sabotage, I, it's the limiting beliefs, right? Then I've talked myself into believing something that is bad. And then I'm doubting myself. And then I get discouraged. And then it then it just puts me into this state of depression, just really kind of worked up. Oh my gosh, it's just horrible. And we're talking, you know, periods of depression. And that is never a good place to make a decision from. Because if I get depressed, the, the companion line of that, like the line right there between depression and desperate, because my self-sabotage, my overthinking down this spiral gets me to that place of just being desperate for an answer, a desperate for a situation in which I can position myself to win. I just need a win. And then I make, if I'm, if I'm self-sabotaging and I try to make a decision that gets me a win, it has never worked out. So how do I stop this spiraling before I, I do a desperate thing? Look back in the day, the desperate thing used to be, be just cut my hair off and get a whole different hairstyle. Or the one time I went and bought a car that, the next day had a tire blowout. And then a week later, the transmission goes out like desperate decisions <laughs> cause desperate consequences. Don't do that. So how to stop the spiraling? A couple of questions, some questions that I asked myself so that I can kind of see again, where that cliff is going to be is how much does this thing that I'm overthinking about matter five years from now? The thing that I'm thinking about and overthinking and jumping off the cliff for right now, is it going to matter in five years? That fight that I just had with somebody, the argument, the getting thrown under the bus, that relationship situation, (laughs) the relationship situation, whether it be in business or personal, doesn't matter. Is this going to matter five years from now? The answer is 99.9% no. So let it be what it needs to be today. This next question, does this situation help me get closer to my divinely designed desired lifestyle? If it does not help me design the life I want, it's got to go. This is the area that I'm working on now. Does that help me? No. Then why the hell is it here? But you've got to go. So uh, what in this situation is my responsibility? 
What am I responsible for in this moment? Have I done something to offend somebody? Then go fix that. Go like recognize what I've done wrong in that situation. Apologize profusely, probably ad nauseum to 50,000 times. I don't know what that line is yet. (laughs) Um, But then have I taken those steps to fulfill my part? If I've done everything I know that I can possibly do to try to help make this better and the other person is still not feeling like it's better, their feelings are not my responsibility. And I just have to back up, give them space to feel what they need to feel. I've done all I can do. We've acknowledged, we've exhausted everything Christy can do here. You just need space to feel what you need to feel you'll either come back or you won't. That's on that person. My responsibility has been fulfilled. And then the ultimate question is, what can I really control in this? (laughs) Because we all want control. Uh, The short answer is me. I am the only thing that I can control. I can't control you. I can't control the weather. I can't control what anything happens in the world. I cannot control anything outside of me. I can barely control me. So (laughs) it takes work enough for me to be aware of myself and how I function in the world and what I'm thinking about and what I'm telling myself every day and how I'm showing it for others and what I really want to accomplish and how to get that work done and how to get the work done while I'm overthinking about things and how to make sure the work gets done to the level of excellence that people really expect from me and want from me and love from me. How do I then show up for other people so they get Christy time? Well, still giving myself Christy time because I really don't know what that means for me yet. Still working on it. How do I manage to get things done for myself or others in the world at large while not self-sabotaging? basically understand I can only control myself. So let's address the bitch in the room that needs to go because she's not part of this game. Get her out and start working on some other things. So yeah, self-sabotage, it kind of sucks. And um, I'm hoping that, you know, when I talked about being in my responsibility and I've taken the steps to con- <laughs> to fix things, I think it's fixed. We'll find out. Um, I never know until... I never know for sure. I hope. There you go, y'all. That is, that's my two cents on self-sabotage. Catch me for the next episode.